Namaste, my friends. Welcome to episode seven of the Happy Jack Yoga podcast. Very excited to be here with you. Uh, and for those who are here live with us in Zoom, uh, you'll see that we have we have a special co-host joining us today, our dear friend, Kristen, Director of Community for Happy Jack Yoga. So no, Hannah did not dye her hair. Uh, she, this, <laughs> this is Kristen. And I know many of you who are in Zoom will obviously know her. Um, and, and perhaps some of you listening on the podcast on Apple and Spotify have not met Kristen yet. Uh, but really, you know, you've been such an important part of our team, uh, a core part of our team for this past going on two years now. Um, and it's uh, and, and truthfully, you know, I reached out to Kristen like two hours ago um, and because because Hannah is traveling right now. She's on a bus, so it's just not possible to be on the podcast. And Kristen was like, yes, I'll do it. And so we're going to we're going to make some magic. We're going to we're going to be spontaneous. And, and go for it because, you know, I mean, I different thoughts went through my head. It's like, well, we could cancel it, but it just didn't feel right. Like, I love the fact, I know I see Yada, Yada up there, like, no, no, don't do that. Uh, right. Because it's, it's something really special to be able to connect here every week. And it's not just like in one way, it's, it's our way of serving you. And in another way, it's, it serves us. Like, it, it lifts me up. For the rest of the day before i go, you know after this i go to my upanishads class which is very interesting and very theoretical so i feel like this this like inspires me gives me some energy um so so yeah so it's like canceling not an option um but then i thought well i could do it solo but just doing things by yourself is not as much fun as co-creating and collaborating so thank you, Kristen. Uh, again, I'm Happy Jack coming at you live from Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I am here with... Kristen from beautiful Muskoka, Ontario, Canada. Oh, yes. That's that's our home. Yeah, I see Sue, Sue celebrating. She's not far from there, but she was with us there earlier this summer. Uh, and that's home. That's where Happy Jack Yoga headquarters is. It's where it all started. Uh, but really, thank you all for taking the time to be here. Whether, whether you're Diana and you're on the, on the road driving, but still making the time to hop on and, you know, join from your car or, you know, Brandon there with some family and, and just kind of getting stuff done. Uh, little guy there, love it. Um, but really thank you all, the 11 of you who are here with us live. we got Athena, Brandon, Colette, Cynthia, Diana, Jeffrey, Sue, Allison, Scott, and Yadin. And of course, everybody listening in Spotify, Apple, Google, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you wherever you get your content. But we're really excited for the, the conversation today. The first thing I got to just get off my chest uh, or, get, or ha handle the elephant in the room, perhaps. Again, for those of you who are live, yes, I have changed the color of my swag. I'm seeing Scott, you get a smile. He's like, yep, I, I notice. Uh, so for those who are listening, I'm now wearing all white uh, Happy Jack Yoga swag. And I, I, got, I asked for a little bit of feedback on our Sunday satsang call. And it seemed that the preference was a little bit stronger for my, the black swag that I've always worn my whole life. Um, but then I, I'm, I chose the white here because it's more sattvic. It's more pure. It's a very yogic color. Kristen, your honest opinion. Uh, you see me often. What, uh, what what do you think? White, black, does it matter? What do you think? So when we first discussed bringing on a white sweater, 
I think I said to both you and Hannah, no way, it's not a good idea. Nobody's going to want a white sweater. And I was coming from my own personal experience because we were just chatting before we jumped on here. And I thought anything I drank or ate would be all over that white sweater. But seeing it on you, I mean, I must say it, you, you serve it well. I like it. And although it's not for me, cat hair too, Sue says yes. Yeah. Oh, and you got the track pants. Hey, I didn't see those before. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you can definitely rock it. I don't know if I would be the one to jump on as a mascot with the white. I'm more of a, usually if you see me live on calls, I'm in dark clothing. Um, and that's probably why, because I'm, I'm clumsy. So for the clumsy area, no, but for the nice pristine people that can seem to wear white, I think it's the go. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I think that was a well thought out response. And that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, I honestly like uh, letting you guys in on how I operate. This is not real. I don't know, not something I'm proud of or not my best habit, but like when I, when I'm eating, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll drink my smoothie, you know, you get like the smoothie face. Uh, and honestly, and I, so I'll just finish working out and then I'll do my, my, my smoothie. And I got the smoothie face, you know, all over my face. And I normally just wipe it on my sweater. And, and I do that because it's black and it's going to get washed because it's very sweaty. I don't think I can do that with the white, but I think <laughs> it's cost like, no, it's not going to work. But like you say, um, I th this will be something that, you know, either for calls or if I'm just like just going to class and, and coming back and then switch again or going to the yoga ashram or the temple. Uh, because it is the the point is it's a, it's a sattvic color it's a it's a pure cleansing yogic color. Whenever we go to India, you know this is the the color clothing that's preferred. Um, so it's it's yet to be seen. If anybody has a a vote, uh, put it put it in the chat. Oh, Jeffrey likes the white as well. Nice. Um, oh, we got some positive feedback in there. Because in, in on Sunday it was a little bit stronger, saying nah, I think you go back to black. So I appreciate the honest feedback. If anybody wants, uh, I'm not sure if it's available yet, but we're going to have some of the white swag available. If you go to happyjackyoga.com um, for those who are into that. But I guess before we get into our yoga myth of the day, before we get into our content, we should just like, for those who don't know you, Kristen, it'd be really fun to get to know you a little bit. And so I wanted to read, before I bounce it over to you, I wanted to read you posted on Facebook uh, a couple of years ago now, just after you graduated your 200 hour hero's journey. And you, and you posted, and it was really beautiful. You actually posted a photo of yourself crying, uh, which is very beautiful, as well as your certificate and, and another photo of you very happy. Uh, but like that, <laughs> that, you know, I could really see the emotion. And I wanted to read what you said in your post. And so, so you had written this April 11th, 2021, you had wrote, you may be wondering why I'm crying. I have been working hard on completing my 200 hour yoga teacher training. I first embarked on this journey to learn more about yoga and maybe do some teaching. Instead, what happened was I became a new version of myself. Yes, I know a lot of yoga poses and terms and even know some anatomy but that's just the surface. Yoga is so much more. In fact, the asana is just a tiny portion of what yoga truly is. Since September, 2020, 
when I first started off with Happy Jack Yoga, I have dug so deep inside of myself that I unlocked so many valuable things. This journey made me uncomfortable. It made me cry. It made me wonder and think. It had me pushing limits and so utterly raw and vulnerable, I allowed those other yogis to see parts of my soul. Yes, I'm a certified yoga instructor, but it runs so much deeper than that. I'm so beyond blessed for the Happy Jack Yoga team, for Jack, for Hanna, for Lori, for Leah, for making online learning so amazing, being amazing teachers and showing us the path, but allowing us to decide how we walk it. I'm beyond words for my yoga team. I can't even write here how deep my love is for you women. It's a soul sister thing. I love you so much, Sandra, Lori, Kate, and Emily. If you're thinking of joining yoga teacher training, please do yourself a favor and join Happy Jack Yoga University. It's way more than the yoga teacher training. It's a family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In the words of the famous Happy Jack, namaste, yogis. So I've, I, I pulled that up because I, I remembered that post. Um, and so I just want to bounce it over to you now. And as you, as you reflect on that moment in time, two years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, and the work that you did, and now, of course, you're a part of our team, our director of community. So you get to engage with so many of the students here. I guess, would you, yeah, maybe just share a little bit more or elaborate on that, like what yoga has meant for you, what this community has meant for you, what the hero's journey um, was, was all about, or what you've seen in other students, whatever's on your heart. I think I have a really unique perspective because I've been a yoga student. I've been in the community and now I get this background look, you know, being the director of community. So um, I will admit hearing what I wrote those years ago, I kind of got a little teary eyed because, you know, that was a really vulnerable post and um, it's, yeah, it was just super vulnerable for me. And it was such an accomplishment that I set out you know, in 2020 and, um, you know, to kind of relive that moment where, you know, my heart was just bursting with pride and vulnerability and thankfulness and, and gratitude. Um, you know, it was, it was a beautiful moment to kind of reflect back on, but, um, you know, it's, it's funny the the way I kind of came to this journey was I was doing a training with, um, a happy Jack yoga member didn't know who Happy Jack was. I didn't know anything about this. And I said to her, you know, I'm really feeling this call to be a yoga teacher, to start this yoga teacher training. And I um, had an opportunity years prior and it just didn't work out. So, you know, I kind of let it go. And she said, oh, have you heard of Happy Jack Yoga? And I'm like, no, I've never heard of them. It's like, oh, you have, she's like, you have to, you know, you have to contact them. And I thought, okay. Um, and I put it out on Facebook. This was a Saturday night. I think I was signed up by Monday and I had several other people recommend happy Jack yoga. So I thought, okay, if, if it's good for, you know, the group, I think I I'll explore it. And Jack, I reach out to you. You were super prompt in your response. I think you you responded to me on a Sunday night and, um, you know, just your high vibes, your energy. I'm, re I'm really big into energy and um, you know, first impressions and the feelings I get from people. And I just 
I was like, yes, this is, this is where I need to be. So I signed up. I think the hero's journey started the next Sunday and I, I'll admit I was super naive coming in and I had a really westernized view of, which is kind of embarrassing to me being a spiritual wellness practitioner to have this naivety about what yoga was in the depths of yoga and doing this hero's journey, like really busted all those myths that we talk about here, busted wide open my thoughts and feelings about yoga. And I, you know, like the post said, I've never cried so much in my life. <laughs> my husband would always say, are you doing yoga training or is this like a, are you like in some sort of secret therapy group that I don't know of that you're just, are you okay? And I'm like, if they're happy tears, they're good tears. These are things that were trapped inside of me and, you know, brought to light because this journey isn't about, like I said, learning how to be a yoga teacher. It's learning how to be yourself. It's learning who you are. And when you learn who you are, that's how you present yourself as a yoga teacher. And that's what I learned on this journey. This was how I show up to the world and learning how I show, show up in this world. And I think that's a really distinct difference between Happy Jack Yoga and other programs. And I've heard, I've ha I have sister-in-laws who have done yoga training in, in different places and friends, and they all say, you know, it was great. I learned how to be a teacher, but you know, that's kind of where it ends. But here in our community, our family, really, it's, it's learning who you are and how you show up in the world and creating that safe space, creating that community and allowing, giving that permission for each and every one of us to be who we are, where we are, and knowing that we're all supported, we're all loved, um, and that we're going to learn what we need to learn, but more importantly, we're going to learn who we are. And that's, that's really the biggest lesson. And I was not expecting that <laughs> coming in, I'll admit. Um, and, you know, Sue from Canada, um, my neighbor, you know, you were at the retreat with us in July, July, was it now? Yeah. It seems so far away, um, so far ago, but um, being in person is a magical, magical experience. But something that we create here online is just as magical. And again, yeah. I, I don't think it's something that you can really learn. It's just something that's within you. And Jack, you and Hannah create this space where it doesn't matter that we're online. We still feel like we're in the same room hugging each other. And I think that really stood out for me as well. And online learning is really important to me. I have four kids. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I have my sons in three different hockey teams. Um, I'm busy, to say the least. I, you know, I have my own businesses on this on the side, and I'm working here at Happy Jack Yoga. And you know, it's my absolute pleasure to be of service to my community. Um, but that's what the online community is so flexible, and you know, that's. Anytime I can learn online, I'm very drawn to that, but there's something, and I've taken lots of online courses, nothing compares 
to to the the magic that yeah. Happy Jack Yoga is. So, um, I, my my message still stands just as strong today as it did in 2021. Um, that you know you can't beat Happy Jack Yoga, and I'm not just saying that because I work here. I truly and honestly, I wouldn't work here if I didn't value. Happy Jack, if I didn't value Happy Hanna, if I didn't value CC and all this community, I, I just wouldn't be here. I stand behind everybody so strongly. And um, it is honestly and truly my sincere, honest, like my pleasure to be here and, and to serve the community. And I absolutely love, you know, I do hide behind my keyboard a lot. So being in front of the camera is not somewhere you'll see me a ton, but um, I just, I love making those connections through emails and through the community. So that's kind of my experience all, all over the place. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the kind words. Um, and you're a, you're a huge part of creating it. In fact, everybody who is here, the, the 14 of us live right now, it's like, it's the way, it's the, the people who are attracted, the people who come in here that really creates the experience. Um, but, th you know, thank you for that. You know, you really alluded to something about, about the yoga teacher training, becoming, you know, discovering yourself, becoming your best self. And really, that's what that's a core idea of what yoga is. It's self-realization, right? We think that, you know, many of us in the West, we think that it's, you know, going and doing a down dog or a child's pose. And that's like those are tools and they're healthy for our physical body and they're healthy to bring integrity to our physical alignment. And yet, um, you know, it's so much more than that, but actually realizing who we are, realizing we're a pure spirit soul, we're a spark of something greater than ourselves, whatever language we want to use, um, and just kind of waking up to that. And that's the whole idea of like enlightenment, waking up. Buddha means the awakened one, like that's, that's what it is. And so, but I really appreciate the kind words. Um, just for fun here, just because you mentioned that, if you're, if I wanted to see if we can pull a yogi on here, Yaren, are you, are you, cause you're, you're there and I know you're, you're a regular podcaster. Um, and I, I just was thinking of you as, as Kristen was sharing because you recently, right. And, and we won't mention names, but you know, you're recently a part of another yoga school, the other community. Um, and there was something that, that you were seeking and, and you were inspired to join the podcast, now join the community. Um, and I see you've been active working on your 200 hour hero's journey. I saw some tags that I can't wait to check out. Um, but first of all, thank you for being a part of the community, uh, for, for joining us for a, just a moment here on the podcast. What is it, what is it for you, you know, as a student, as a practitioner, what is it that, that you see in all of these beautiful souls, right, that we're looking around, that we're seeing here in Zoom with us, um, that would inspire you to, to give yourself permission to, to step into yoga teacher training and begin the journey? I was actually just typing this down. I was about to send it. So perfect timing. I was about to say, I don't think my own parents ever talked to me about some of these concepts that we are learning. You know, um, uh, I am very familiar with dialectical behavioral therapy, and uh, there are can like. You say, can you say what that is? I actually have no idea what that is. Okay, so <laughs> it's gonna be a little nerdy, but DBT 
is it's kind of like CBT, right? Like when you go to a um, cognitive, which is cognitive. It, it is like the cognitive behavioral therapy, but this time you have. Mm, I don't know how to explain that. I it, oh, hold on, I'm gonna try. I'm having some language barrier issues too. Uh, you are putting these concepts in more groups. And so DBT is was found by Marsha Linehan, and she actually had borderline personality disorder herself. And before DBT, there was actually no um, therapy towards BPD. BPD is one of the um, cluster B personality disorders. And one of the biggest issues with cluster Bs is that you don't have a set personality. And which usually comes from your early childhood that your parents didn't talk to you about some stuff or you don't know some concepts or how to apply them to your life. And I actually really like that we started with integrity. Mm. Um, like, I, I think this course helps you be the person <clears throat> that you want to be like gives you the tools to be the person that you aspire to be you know like I haven't journaled for years but I ended up doing it after the integrity mm. plus or, or from like after the first module so I think the biggest difference in this yoga school with the others is that we don't just jump into the anatomy or the yoga philosophy you actually start from how to be a decent person. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest difference and that's what really attracts me to this course so far. Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you for explaining that and the, the science behind it as well. Um, I get, we didn't, obviously we didn't know that DBT, we didn't know the term. I see some of our yogis like Amy and others uh, are familiar with it. Um, but I guess it's, this is, this is the thing that we can do as yogis, as humans, is find the find the tools, find the practices, find the people that we that that we resonate with and that feels right to us, uh, and then share share it. Like we didn't we didn't invent any of these concepts, right? But we experienced them. And as as you said, Yaren, like you you also had done some studying with a school in India, and and I've spent time in India, and and it's a beautiful country, and that's the origin of yoga. And just because where a school's from doesn't you know, it doesn't mean it's going to be the perfect fit for everybody. So it's really about finding, you know, what works. Um, and we've seen that in you, you know, since you, since you started joining the podcast, since you got started on the hero's journey uh, recently, like just you're, you're all in, you're doing the work. Um, and thank you for taking the time just to hop on here quick. You know, like Kristen, you know, you're both, you're both saying very kind words. And I, I didn't set this up for like some testimonial for happy Jack yoga. I, I almost feel you know, embarrassed as both of you are sharing because I don't want it to feel that way, but we appreciate the kind words um, if that, that is your experience. And, and just, just quickly, Yaren, first of all, let us know how to, you, your preferred name to go by. It's Yara. Yara, right. And then, and let us know where you're from and where you're living. Okay, I'm from Ankara, Turkey, born and raised in Turkey until 18 years old and then came to South Texas to play basketball. Then got married and stayed. I'm here now. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Well, Yara, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Oh, 
We're sending the love, high vibes down to Texas. Uh, amazing. And so, so again, you know, thank you for that. Thank you, Kristen, for sharing. You know, and again, like in your post, you alluded to, you know, you pointed out there was a lot of people that were part of the journey, right? You, you acknowledged your team members, Sandra, right? Longtime member, dear friend, came to India, came to Canada with us, Lori, Kate, Emily. And so it was, it was them as well that, that really contributed to your experience. Uh, and then the team at the time was myself and Hanna and Lori and, and Leah. And just got to, you know, shout out to both Lori and Leah. Uh, in particular, Lori, I want to thank you. I know you're a listener. Uh, you're one of the most recent contributors to our Patreon. Uh, so I'll do a quick little plug, shout out to that. If anybody feels inspired to make a $5 per month donation, price of a coffee per month, it's patreon.com forward slash happyjackyoga. And it's for this, um, you know, really being a, a listener supported podcast. So I'll, I'm going to put the link in the chat just so you guys got it. You can check it out. We'll put it in the, the notes as well on the other platforms. No pressure, no expectation, but if you feel inspired to make a little, a little contribution, lets us keep this going. Um, so I want to jump into the myth, you know, something that, you know, Hanna and, and you, you actually, you were part of that conversation, Chris, and we're like, yeah, what could we do to, to, you know, do at the beginning of the podcast conversation? And so we have a myth that we're going to talk about today, Kristen. What, what are we, what's the myth we're looking at? So today's myth is a good one. And that myth is yoga is for girls. Crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> what about, how, could, how could that be possible? I see Scott here. I see Jeffrey here. I see Brandon here. Uh, of course, Danny and with Amy, you know, so many guys. But it's, it's true. It is one that we hear, and, and I'll be honest, the first time, you know, whatever, 15 years ago, when my mom suggested to me, she's like, Jack, you know, you, you're, I'd, I'd gotten sober, but she's like, you, you really clearly seem stressed out from, you know, from career and whatever. So she's like, you got to try meditation or yoga or something like that. And my, my first reaction was, well, yoga, I'm pretty sure that's for girls, isn't it? That is what I thought, and so so incorrectly, um, but thankfully gave myself permission to give it a try. But like it's it's not the case. And you were saying just before this, uh, Kristen, before we hit record, you know, yoga it's it was created up up until these past recent decades, this past half a century, you could say, yoga was primarily practiced by men and primarily taught by men. And that doesn't mean it was only for men. It just happens to be that the, the balance was shifted that way. Um, and it's true now in recent years, um, the balance has shifted and there is a lot more women who practice yoga. Uh, but there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of men who still practice yoga. Now, I, I remember when in my early years as a practitioner, uh, when I was still working for John Deere, so I was living in Calgary, Alberta, and I used to travel to Saskatchewan often, which isn't that where you're from, Kristen? No, that's where my brother lives. That's where your brother is. That's right. I knew your brother was there, but you're not. Okay, right. Of course, you're Ontario. And so I used to travel. He's in Saskatoon, but I used to travel to Regina. And I remember going to this yoga class. And, and I remember there was these three huge guys, like huge muscular guys, like their, their biceps were like the size of my head. 
uh, and you know when and they they were in this yoga class and i remember when you know the teacher would say inhale reach up and everybody reached their arms up like they're you can't see if you're on video you can see but like their arms were like 90 degrees because their their muscles were so big they couldn't even reach straight up now it turns out that they're professional football players canadian professional football players the the cfl and you know just learning is like wow like here's these athletes who are really into strength and conditioning and taking care of themselves um and 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 then i've met um in toronto i've also i met hockey players and and we know that many many uh not sure if i'm cutting out but many many professional athletes from the nh nhl hockey football baseball they're 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 playing they're they're practicing yoga so it's definitely not just for girls but what do you think Kristen? when you hear that i mean you you have men in your life you have a hockey player son uh, i don't know that they're necessarily into yoga but what you've seen even from this community of you know of all the people who have gone through the program we got a bunch of guys here what's your thought when you hear that myth it's bs that's my front like it makes me angry the first time i like just to hear it right because it's just such a a silly concept um and i think it's just just such a westernized concept um but my son like i said he's 12 he plays hockey and he loves meditation he loves yoga um if you did the yoga for everyone my son was featured on some of the videos and he loves it and because there's no that there's no societal pressure right from when they're young there's no oh yoga's for girls and 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 hockey's for boys no he doesn't know that he just thinks you know yoga's fun it feels good meditation is good it feels good um and you know my my other sons and my husband we all really practice meditation quite a bit um just this past sunday um we jumped on a yoga nidra with one of our amazing members katie who led us through a yoga nidra so my husband and i got ready for bed early so that we could get in bed. I put my phone on kind of between us and I was saying to her, I must have fallen asleep and I woke up at 7.15 the next morning. Um, unfortunately, my husband had to wake up a lot earlier for work, but uh, you know, I had that luxury of sleeping in. So I, I just think it's such a dated kind of theory or myth. Um, and I think that it's it's my experience when I first started with Happy Jack that it was predominantly female. Um, we had a couple really great uh, members. Ian Miller was um, one of my classmates, community member. But this current class in our current community, it just makes me so happy to see so many males um on in our, in our community and that they feel safe and that they feel um welcome and i think and i hope that yoga is becoming something where everybody no matter how you identify or you know what you know gender roles put aside however you identify you feel safe to come to yoga because i i think instead of saying yoga is for girls we should be saying yoga is for everybody because that's what it is. It's it's meant for every body, everybody. But it has it shouldn't have any any role kind of um, assigned to it. It's just for everyone. If you if you've got a heartbeat, doesn't matter your age, your gender, you should be doing yoga. 
So I think that's that's kind of my thought on it. That's awesome. I love that. I, I love that you you've made it so inclusive. You see it so inclusive, and that obviously you know aligns with our belief and our culture here. Um, I love and agree everything. Uh, the only thing that I will like add a, a side note to is can, the last thing you said was that you know everybody should do yoga. I, I, in a way, I believe that you believe that like we want, it's like, come on, this is so good. Like everybody should do yoga. Um, and at the same time, I've learned, I've learned that, you know, we are in a way all unique. And so I think that all of us should find that practice that feels right for us and feels authentic. And because it could be that for a 20 year old version of somebody, it's just, you know, they're just not in that space. But then all of a sudden when they're 30, it's like, okay, now. So I, in, in a way, I 100% agree, and you know, want to make want to be clear that you know, the main thing is that we find something that we love, um, and and you did uh, just because you you pointed out you mentioned the name of a dear yogi uh, who took took you through a Yin class or a Nidra class this weekend. I want to see if we can get Katie on here for a second because uh, she happens to be here, Katie in Texas we'll get you'll get you back off of mute if you're if you're able to join she's just mo- she's just moving across. <laughs> and don't right back. oh we're jumping right into the household we you had no no prior uh, awareness that we were going to call you on but i just i wanted to bring you on katie uh, as you run outside and find a quiet spot uh, <laughs> because you you know you've really you've you've contributed so much to the community through the sharing circles now through offering these classes that people are joining and and really why i wanted to bring you on i remember this summer at the muskoka retreat in canada and you i can't remember the exact details but you really wanted to acknowledge the men in the room right because there were there were a number of men there a number of men who were in service roles paramedics army etc military and you and you really took the time to acknowledge them and see them um and i just i guess i just wanted to bounce it to you for a second and what was it that you saw uh in those guys and what was it what was it that inspired you to to acknowledge them at the retreat you know being a marine corps veteran myself i've spent a lot of time around around a lot of guys, a lot of, a lot of women too, who, who deal with PTSD, who deal with trauma and, um, you know, veterans were a different breed and everyone has things that they need to heal from, not just veterans. Um, but you know, it's, it's a different thing. And so to see men, especially who in our society, are so forced to hide their emotions and be manly and all that kind of crap. It's, it was so refreshing and it just made me so happy to see these, all of these guys, including you who have been through so much opening up and really letting that out and saying, I am not going to stand for this, for what society tells me I have to be like, I deserve to, to be free too. I deserve to heal. I deserve to have emotional freedom, spiritual freedom. And there's nothing sissy or unmanly about that. In fact, I find it so much more beautiful men who are able to express themselves like that. It's so much more authentic. It's so refreshing. And it just made me so happy to see men who felt so secure 
and who had done so much healing that they were continuing to heal themselves. Um, I hope that makes sense, but it just, it made me so happy, especially, you know, as a veteran coming from, I've lost a lot of friends to suicide, a lot of good buddies. Um, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to start getting, I want to start crying here and who am I makeup here at work. <laughs> um, but seeing where so many of my brothers are at this point in their lives in our thirties, dealing with alcohol and drugs and numbing the pain instead of being given the space to work through it and heal from it. Um, it, it just, it was so refreshing. It just made me so happy to see that there are guys who felt secure enough and safe enough to do so. It's so beautiful, Katie. Thank, thank you for sharing that and for, and for letting us feel your emotion. And if, if this was any other call, uh, like a satsang, I would encourage you to, to, to share more and to let yourself feel the emotion, but I get you're at work. So you got to be mindful um, of your, your makeup. Um, but what was so beautiful about that moment at the retreat was, was not just that you were sitting on your cushion thinking that, but that you actually like engaged and raised your hand and, and acknowledged them because that so many times as yoga teachers, as, as, as we go through life in any role that we have, people will, people will look up to us and people will uh, really respect us in different ways. And, and most times we keep our thoughts and our you know, feelings to ourselves, but I feel like that was just a really beautiful moment um, that you, and especially coming from yourself again, because you've, you've walked a similar path with regards to your service to your country um, and, and dealt with your own inner uh, demons and work that we all have. And so it was just, it was just a heartfelt moment and we just appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate this community so freaking much. And I love you all. And, and just wow, Muskoka was, I'm still flying high from Muskoka. I, I'm so happy, like how the connections have kept going and how we're bringing more people in. And it's, it's just so beautiful. And you know, the more we spread this love, the more of us that can heal and vibe higher. Mm. I love it. Well, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're, you're doing the work. You're, you're bringing more beautiful uh, souls. I know you've already signed up for the Canada retreat next, next year. You're bringing a friend, uh, just quick share. I know I see Amy on here, Sue, uh, Sandra. I'm sure if I'm missing others, there's a bunch of yogis here also, uh, who are, who have already signed up. Uh, it's almost full. So if anybody's kind of thinking about it, send, send Kristen an email at info at happyjackyoga.com. Uh, but Katie, thank you for sharing and just being willing to at work. I promise for those of you here in Zoom, I'm not going to, I have a sense of who I call on. So like, um, but yeah, so don't, don't, don't feel uh, afraid to come and join us in the Zoom because, oh man, Jack's going to call on us. Uh, I guess it's possible, but um, <laughs> I, I think I have a sense of who I call on and, and that you'll be open to it. So thank you for, for just being willing to hop right in. Thank you. I love you guys. And Kristen, thank you for the shout out for the Yoga Nidra. Love you. So glad you enjoyed it. I am doing another one this Sunday. If anyone's interested, just call, uh -huh. just uh, jump on my Facebook page. Yes. Well, what's your, what's your Facebook page? It is Katie Marie. I will drop it in the chat here. Drop it in the chat. And I'm tried to do an event for it this time to make it a little bit easier. Learning all that technology. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, which was a great conversation last week that we had with uh, Alice and Scott. 
So awesome. Well, thank you, Katie. We're sending our love high vibes down to Texas in the house. Nice one. So this is this is kind of like, uh, it's, it, in a way, like the, the vibes that we create when we're on a satsang call or a sharing circle, it's so nice to get to know one another. Um, so, so that's the myth. We've, we've, I think we've busted that myth. Yoga is for everybody. Um, yoga is so much more than just the postures. And in future episodes, we'll really get into what is yoga. But what we have here in our last little session here, Kristen, you have a couple questions that you were going to bounce back to me. So these are some questions that Hanna had prepared. Uh, we ran out of time last week. Let's let's dive into those. What, what do you got first? All right. Hannah prepared some amazing questions. So shout out to Hannah. The first one is, it seems that when people fall in love with yoga, they often um, want to go deeper into the practice. So what is this? Was this your experience when you kind of were introduced to yoga so many years ago by your sweet, your sweet mom? Yeah, it, absolutely. It was. I, I, I didn't have an intention to teach yoga. I, I had found the practice. It felt really good physically. And, and I, I felt called to deepen it. So I, I did yoga teacher training simply to deepen my practice. And I'll remember, I, I don't think I've really shared this on any calls or any of our recordings, maybe some of you have heard it, but at that at that first yoga teacher training, I remember at the end of the at the end of the program, I was just like so lit up, so inspired, feeling like yes, this is what I want to do. And we all had to stand up in the front of the class uh, and, and make a declaration, like of, of whatever you know, whatever was authentic for us at that moment. Um, and and thank you for Katie for for holding back on uh, colorful language. I know you do that in person, but you, you held back uh, when you were sharing with us, but I, I gotta, I'll, I'll, this is the exact words I used when I did my declaration. I said, I'm, a John, I'm, a, I'm an engineer for John Deere and I don't give a shit about tractors. <laughs> so that was like, it's pardon my French, uh, but it's like, that's what I realized. And no, no disrespect, they're a great company. They do great work. But it's like it just had this wake up. It's like I'm an engineer for John Deere, and I'm just, I'm not passionate about tractors. And so, but I found this practice, and I found these people that made me feel alive. They made me realize what I really love. And so that was the declaration. And then the next part of it was saying I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go back home to Canada, and and I'm I'm going to I'm going to get a one way ticket to India, and I'm just going to go immerse myself in yoga. And, and it started with a declaration at a yoga teacher training, which seems like, you know, we can say or think or journal about whatever, but when we, when we give ourselves permission to, to do that self-inquiry, and then we're in an environment of like empowering supportive people, and then we make a declaration to others, things start happening and, and they did. So definitely it started, the, the point was to, to, to begin by deepening my practice, but I guess it went a lot, lot more than that. Now, now we're teaching it, leading the school, and we get to be here with all of you. So yeah, that would be that's that's the response to that first question. That's the beautiful thing about the journey, though, because I kind of had the opposite feeling. I came in, I'm like, I'm just going to be a teacher. I'm going to go studios. I'm just going to make money being a yoga teacher, which I think we could all kind of laugh at with the whole making money, you know, getting rich being yoga teachers, but 
I totally came into it thinking, oh yeah, that's, it's just something that I'll do kind of thing. And the more I went along this journey, the more I'm like, wow, this is really for me. And it's deepening my practice and my love and, and my spirituality. And that's how I wanted to show up in my world with, with yoga, not so much just teaching, but, you know, really embodying the yogic practices, which I think you do really well, Jack. Mm, well, th thank you. And I'm, I'm, and there's a lot of, I got a long way to go. And I think that's <laughs> we an all do, right? important <laughs> part for all of us to, to recognize is to, but we want to surround ourselves with people that, that, that love us and support us and believe in us. Um, and also be willing to give us honest feedback, whether that's superficial, like what color shirt or like some real deeper uh, feedback that we do during yoga teacher training. So I, I appreciate that. Now that we, I think we got time for one more question because this, this, this last question uh, branches off into, I'm gonna do a little teaching and a little quiz for all of you. So, but what's the, what's the question? Okay, the question, what are the primary texts that, that yoga comes from? And do you have a favorite one? Yeah, great, great question. There's a lot. You know, it's kind of like when people like people say like the, the Bible uh, is the primary text for Christianity. And um, the Quran is the primary text for uh, Islam. And the, the tricky thing with the yoga philosophy and traditions, it's not one, it's more like a library, right? I, there, there's a small sample for those in the video, you know, a few of them up there. There's a lot, right? You've got a lot. Yeah, you've got a lot as well. And then on my, my massage table, I, I acquired more. <laughs> nice. And so, I mean, some of the primary, like they come from the Vedas, the Upanishads, um, the, the Yoga Sutras, and, and then, of course, the Bhagavad Gita. So uh, I'll just a quick little point out for those who are not part of our hero's journey, uh, but you just want to do a little bit of reading. There's... What we, one of, two of the books that we recommend as part of the hero's journey, hey, celebrating my birthday, balloons, cool. Uh, two, so two of the books that we uh, do as part of the hero's journey is by Stephen Cope. So if anybody's kind of looking for some reading, and so Stephen Cope, his first book, which is called The Great Work of Your Life, based on the Bhagavad Gita, and then another book he does called The Wisdom of Yoga, based on the Yoga Sutras. But I want to I want to talk about the Gita. So the Gita is is definitely one of my favorites. Um, it goes it just goes deeper, and it's just it's just such a beautiful, powerful story. And so we we were studying it actually in classes here at Harvard Divinity School recently. And there's I'm, I'm going to read first. I'm, I'm going to teach all of you three core teachings of the Bhagavad Gita, and then and then we're going to do a little fun quiz. I'm going to quiz Kristen. Uh, she, she didn't give you any information up front. And I was going to do, do the same to Hannah and put you on the spot. So basically, the, the three core teachings, and you're welcome to take a note if anybody who's here. The first one is Samatvam. Samatvam. And what that means is to have an even mind under all circumstances. So regard if whether things are going amazing in life and we just get a promotion and we just you know succeeded at something or won won some sports game um and, and it seems like a time to like go crazy and celebrate 
we still remain like very grounded and centered and calm and and likewise when um if things are not going well if we have tragedy in our lives if we have adversity if you know challenges to also to be able to remain you know um you know even mind under all circumstances and there's a fun little story that i'm going to read some of you may be familiar with it is a chinese parable that really illustrates this so once there was a chinese farmer who worked his poor farm together with his son and their horse when the horse ran off one day neighbors came to say how unfortunate for you the farmer replied maybe yes maybe no when the horse returned followed by a herd of wild horses the neighbors gathered around and explained what good luck for you the former farmer said stayed calm and replied maybe yes maybe no and then while trying to tame one of the wild horses the farmer's son fell and broke his leg he had to rest up and he couldn't help with the farm chores how sad for you the neighbors cried maybe yes maybe no said the farmer shortly thereafter a neighboring army threatened the farmer's village all the young men in the village were drafted to fight the invaders many died but the farmer's son had been left out of the fighting because of his broken leg people said to the farmer what a good thing your son couldn't fight maybe yes maybe no was all the farmer said and so kind of just pointing to you know when things happen right i know some of the biggest challenges that i've had in my life and even though they brought me down they challenged me they they in so many different ways uh, but they ended up really supporting growth and so sometimes the things that seem really good or seem really bad you know we just don't know how it's supporting us in our path so that's the first teaching samatvam which means even mind under all circumstances the second teaching is called ananta sukha and that and that's really recognizing that my happiness comes from within ananta sukha my happiness comes from within because so much right we're kind of seeking externally of like oh when i when i get my driver's license then i'll be happy when i when i get into college then i'll be happy when i get a job then i'll be happy when i get a relationship then i'll be happy when i get kids when i retire right it's like always seeking but just recognizing that our happiness comes from within so that's the second one, Ananta Sukha. And the third teaching is Sama Darshana. And so that means to see everything with equal vision. So really see, and really speaking to, to people and to beings, to seeing, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, we wanna just associate with everybody and we wanna spend, you know, we'll just open to spending time with everybody. We find people that really lift us um, but being able to see even people who do things that we don't agree with, uh, people who have different values in us, still seeing the divinity in them. So really seeing everything with equal vision. So those are the three teachings. I see many of you taking notes. That's great, because now I'm going to open up the Bhagavad Gita, and I'm going to read some verses. And Kristen, <clears throat> you're going to tell us uh, which of the three teachings this comes from. And, and by the way, I didn't get them all right the first time. So don't, you know, there's no, there's no pressure here. So this is Bhagavad Gita 
You don't have to open it if you don't have it, but I'll mention the verses in case you have one. Chapter 5, verse 18. And so it says, The humble sages, by virtue of true knowledge, see with equal vision a learned and gentle brahmana, a cow, an elephant, a dog, and even a dog eater. So basically, the, the yogi sees with equal vision all of these different people. Which, which one do you think it is? All right. I think it's, I'm not going to say the Sanskrit word because I, I scribbled it, but I don't think I can pronounce it. Samaduka, maybe? The, uh, the, the Samad, Samadarshana. Darshana, yes. So yeah, yeah. seeing everything with equal vision, yeah. seeing the divinity in everyone. Exactly. Nailed it. You got it. Samadarshana. Anybody who got that one also got it right. Um, so we'll do a couple more here. So the next one, those whose minds are established in sameness and equanimity have already conquered the conditions of birth and death. They are flawless like Brahman, and thus they are already situated in Brahman. So again, so those minds who are established in sameness and equanimity. I think it's number one. Yes. Yeah. Samatam. You got it. I know it's not, it's not so easy because I know you're also not like reading these words and it's kind of, you know, old language. Um, so it's not so obvious, but you nailed it. Samatam, even mind under all circumstances. Now let's try, let's try uh, another one here. How about this? So such a liberated person is not attracted to material sense pleasure, but is always in trance, enjoying the pleasure within. In this way, the self-realized person enjoys unlimited happiness for they concentrate on the supreme. So enjoying the pleasure within. Which one do you think? Happiness comes within. Yes. From, from within. Yes. Ananta Sukha. That's it. Totally. So that, that maybe I'll, I'll pause there. There's, but basically, you know, in this chapter five, about verses 18 through 26, there's a number of different versions, a number of different verses, and they really teach these core principles. And I think that they can be really helpful for us as yogis, right? To, to, to be able to, and, and I know sometimes it might seem like, oh, like, I think we should celebrate, like, shouldn't, when things go good, shouldn't we celebrate and be high vibe? And, and we do that, you know, but really understanding the, 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 the teaching of yoga is that we're not dependent on the things going well. And we're also not negatively impacted when things don't go well, because both will happen both sides of the spectrum sometimes it's great sometimes it's not and so that you know it's not like an up and down emotional roller coaster which is life for many of us being able to to really remain uh remain even even mind under all circumstances of course recognizing happiness comes from within um and you know i've i've been guilty of that at different stages of life thinking like oh it's this new Hey, this new white hoodie, I'm going to feel better about myself or, or, you know, whatever it happens to be, these different things. Um, but it's, it comes from within. And these are the things that yoga teaches us. And this is why I'm excited for Yada and Brandon, so many of you guys who are, you know, just on your hero's journey right now. 
you know, getting to, to discover all of this. And then finally, Samadarshana. And I mean, if we really think about it, with all of the unfortunate things going on in the world right now, right, and the wars and the fighting, and if, can you imagine if, this is where the truth is, Kristen, when you said yoga is for everybody. Okay, maybe getting on your mat and stretching is not for everybody. I mean, we could debate that, although I think we think it is. But yoga, yoga is about seeing everything and everybody with equal vision. Seeing everybody as our brother, as our sister, as our mother, as as a spark of the same divinity. And it's 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 easy to think about this conceptually, and probably it's easier for us, you know, in this in this Western world or where we live, and we're not maybe in those um, situations. So not here to judge or to say what others should do, but imagine if the whole world, you know, was was really living by these principles. Um, and of course, all the faith traditions, whether it's Christianity and, and Muslim and Jew and, and Buddhist and all of them, um, you know, have these kind of really core important teachings. So that was a long way of saying Bhagavad Gita, <laughs> one of my favorite texts. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for taking the quiz. For those of you taking notes, I see, you know, many of you are taking notes as well. Thank you for being a part of it. Um, and thank you for stepping in, Kristen, where I can't believe like the time flew by. We got like a minute. Uh, thank you for stepping in with very short notice, um, you know, uh, right in the last minute when Hunter really wanted to be here, um, but she just is on a bus um, and it's just not feasible. So thanks for last minute hopping in and everybody for being here. Uh, again, if you feel inspired uh, to, to make a little contribution to Patreon, our listener supported podcast, it's patreon.com forward slash happy jack yoga for those that already do some of you are on this on the zoom we thank you no pressure uh, but for those that do we thank you and if you want to practice yoga with us fridays at 11 a.m we have a yoga class online on zoom send us an email send kristen uh, an email uh, info at happyjackyoga.com in fact, I got to do a quick shout out because we also have another team member who's joined in the last part of the call, Cece. So I, I just, oh, just got to throw a quick spotlight. She's, she's in the car right now. We got to send some love to Cece as well down in Sweet Home, Alabama. Um, thank you, Cece, for all that you do, uh, you know, in our community forum and supporting the team. And and everybody, thank you for being here. You know, it's such a such a blessing to be able to connect in this way right now we get we got massachusetts alabama muskoka in the house make it an amazing rest of the day if you're listening in apple spotify google any of those pot platforms give us a, give us a like or a, a five star or a comment let us know how yoga changed your life you know we want to connect with you those of you here in zoom if you want to hang on for a minute uh, we'd, we'd love to connect with you after the recording stops. Uh, if you have time, jump jump off if you need to. But everybody, make it an amazing rest of the day. And we'll see you soon, my friends. Namaste. Namaste, everyone. Nice. <laughs>